Hello everyone, my name is Isabella Jones. I'm a sophomore at University of South Carolina. I'm an environmental studies major and I'm recording this episode for my online public communication class. I'm gonna be interviewing my best friend, Ashley Lindsay. Um, so you can go ahead and introduce yourself, Ashley. Hi everybody, um, I am a junior philosophy major at Temple University in Philadelphia. And I've known Isabella for a long time, so this should be good. Okay, so. Me and Ashley are both college students. We're not freshmen anymore. We're kind of old. Ashley's a junior, gonna be graduating next year. I'm a sophomore. So we both lived in the dorms our freshman year. We kind of know what it's like to struggle in that. So yeah, live with, live with different people. So we're gonna use our previous experience of being freshmen, coming from out of state, moving into a dorm with strangers to kind of discuss the importance of learning communication skills in college, setting your boundaries, and really learning how to communicate and interact with the people around you and the world. So from how I see it, I think that we both kind of went into our freshman years with similar situations. We both were traveling out of state to attend college and we both were rooming random. And I think that that's kind of a rare occurrence going into college. I think that a lot of people previously or will attend colleges that a lot of people from their high school go to and they'll have a roommate picked out or something but we ended up having very different experiences by the end of our freshman year yeah the outcomes i think were very different in uh both our situations yeah so your situation is definitely going to be the topic of this episode so i'm going to briefly touch on mine because unfortunately it's it's a good story so it's not that exciting but my random roommate ended up being one of my best friends to this day. Her name's Jordan. She's a great girl. She's from South Carolina. And I was very lucky that the random roommate I got was somebody that I was compatible with in friendship and have made some good memories and a long-lasting friendship with. So I'm grateful for that. So I think that there are some good stories when it comes from random rooming. However, I think you'll hear more about, and they're more exciting to hear about, the horror stories. Yeah, and I definitely think I have at least one horror story from freshman year. Okay, so I'm interested. I want to hear what you think or what was like going through your mind the day you before you left Maryland. She's from Maryland. Sorry, we didn't mention that. When you left Maryland to drive to Philly and you packed your car up and you were going to meet this random roommate who we'll call Allison, you're going to meet her and live in this dorm for the first time what was going through your head in that situation? Okay, so uh, before I left, I had spoken to Allison once. We texted, and it took her two weeks to text me back. Okay. So I was already incredibly nervous moving into the dorm because I didn't know. I was like, does this girl like me? Like, what's the reason for waiting so long to text me back? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got there, uh, I moved in two days before she did okay. an orientation. So I was already in the room. I had everything set up and she then moved in. Her mom was super nice. She was super nice. We took a very awkward photo together. <laughs> um, her mom also rented the fridge for us. So I was like, wow, this, this family's really nice, really cool. I think I'm going to have a great year. And then uh, things started to get a little awkward after that. Yeah, so you originally, in the clear, it was all good going into it. You had no preconceived notion that there would have been any sort of thing out of the ordinary, right? 
yeah, I thought it was just going to be a normal roommate experience. Yes, I think that's how a lot of people go into it thinking. So when was it apparent to you that things were starting to go south and that maybe you guys wouldn't have the best friendship, but maybe a sort of different relationship? So the first thing that I noticed was the fact that she was very comfortable in my side of the room, touching my things, going through my things, um, asking to borrow things that usually people don't borrow. Maybe I'm just possessive over things, but it really, it stepped on my foot. It rubbed me the wrong way. Um, I did notice the first couple weeks, we did hang out a lot. Neither of us had friends outside of each other to hang out with. So we went out together on the weekends, we ate meals together, but we didn't have a lot to talk about because we were not super similar. We didn't have similar high school experiences or interests. So getting that ball rolling for our friendship was really difficult. Um, but I did start to notice some of my food go missing. Things were in different places when I would come back to the room and just very possessive behavior from her. Cause later in the semester I did branch out and try to find new friends. And it was always an issue when I hung out with other people. That's interesting. So I'm hoping from the conversation on this topic that we can kind of discuss maybe things that you learned from this experience, especially when it comes to conflict resolution and speaking up for yourself at, and correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but I feel that a lot of, especially women our age are very uncomfortable with conflict and are very uncomfortable with speaking up and addressing problems in, in the moment. Yeah, I definitely think that the experience I had freshman year really formed me into a person who was able to speak their mind. Mm -hmm. I was such, I was such a player freshman year. So whenever there was an issue, it was, I always made it a non-issue. I always pushed it under the rug and was like, maybe she just will catch that it's not a good idea, even though I'm not saying anything, mm -hmm. which is completely wrong. And I never had to deal with a situation like that. So it took me coming to college to realize I can speak up for myself. And when something makes me uncomfortable or something crosses my boundaries, I can say, hey, Allison, I don't like that you're touching my things or I don't like that you're eating my food. Could you just ask me next time before you want anything? Yeah, that's, that's a very, it's very important to establish these communication boundaries with people that you're living with. And I think that as in the age that we're at the age that we're at, you know, young adults in college, we tend to be like uncomfortable or feel embarrassed or ashamed for like wanting to establish our boundaries with the people in our lives and for telling, you know, maybe telling your roommate, I don't want to share this food with you. You know, you can have plenty of water, but I don't want to share my special snack with you. I don't want to share my hygiene products with you, you know? And I think that yeah. that takes coming to, and even in, from my personal experience, when I was in high school, I never had anybody in my household that I kept my things from. I never had my, I never had things that I didn't share with my siblings or my family. I never had my own food or, and not because I didn't, my, I wasn't allowed to have it. I was just, we were very sharing in my family. And so I think going into college, it's very hard for some people to dictate and announce and say out loud things that they do and don't, aren't comfortable with in their dorm. Yeah. And I think that that is a super important growth milestone that a lot of people 
it happens in a different point of their lives, but especially it's crucial at the beginning of college to recognize that you are a person that's allowed to make executive decisions. You're allowed to say like, hey, I'm going to hang out with other people tonight. We made plans together. We're going to do that. And instead of it always being a situation where you're uncomfortable saying, well, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go hang out with other people. Like, I mean, I don't know what you're doing. You know, you're allowed to stand on a point and say, this is what I'm doing. These are the things I'm comfortable with. And this is the situation that it's going to be. Yes. And I'm looking forward to having like a generation that really focuses on communication. And I think that it'll be interesting to look at types of conversations that we have with our peers and our colleagues in 30 years when we're full-blown adults, you know? Because currently, I think the current climate in our workplace and in the office is very hostile. I haven't, and maybe that's an unfair perspective, an unfair point of view, because I do not work in a nine-to-five office job cubicle. However, I've heard stories from my older peers and my friends that have graduated and have moved into the professional world about their bosses yelling and screaming at them. And I just couldn't under, I couldn't understand that being the reality of a professional setting. And I think that accepting that type of abuse from somebody that is somebody that you're not comfortable confronting or addressing and telling them that the way that they're speaking to you is not is not right. I think that that sort of placation and allowance and tolerance of that abuse starts when we're younger. And I don't even know if parents or maybe loud households are to blame, but just in our daily interactions with our friends and at school, the type of conversations that we allow, when we allow people to cut us in line or to take our food in the, in, at the lunch table. Yeah, I, I have worked a nine to five office job where there wasn't an environment like that where you just, you were expected to take abuse from higher powers when in all reality, I know people in our generation, specifically the four years now in college, we speak to each other in a completely different manner than the way I've witnessed adults. And by adults, I mean people who are above 35, the way they speak to each other. I feel like our generation has a much kinder view on how we should interact with each other. Um, People are much more willing to view things from a different viewpoint. And I wonder how that's going to change with age. Because, you know, there's the common saying that, uh, see if you're like that when you're older. Yes. But I I really have true belief that open communication within our generation is our strongest suit and it's something that we're going to carry on as we get older and hopefully change the way that people relate to each other in work environments in educational environments and social environments yeah i agree completely with that i think that in the past people our age were kind of known for going through bleeding heart phases at this age and you know subscribing to the the current political trends or subscribing to you know the teenage angst and the rebellion of you know, wanting to change the world. I think that our generation is unique in the fact, or maybe every generation before us maybe thought that they were unique too. However, I really do think that our generation provides extra emphasis, extra importance around the concept of being kind. I mean, a lot of anti-bullying initiatives started with our generation in elementary school. We've been the most ingrained into this sort of push for kindness in, in the modern, just the push for communication and speaking to each other with love and respect and tolerance. And I think that 
our generation, it's not a phase. <laughs> it's not a phase, mom. Yeah, no. And I mean, bringing that back specifically to like my roomating experience, it took kind. It took real kindness for me to be able to register in my head. This is something that I can speak about rationally because when something irritates you or something sets you off, your immediate response, I don't know about everyone else, but mine is either I'm yelling or I bottle it up and let it become passive aggressive anger. And it took a real hard look at myself to say, how do I want to respond to this to where I'm being respectful to where I can maintain a good environment so I'm not stressed out every time I go into my room. And I think that's helped me so much. And it's something that so many people, I think our generation has the head start, but it's something that we need to spread throughout everyone else to say, hey, let's have an open conversation about the things that are happening. Because maybe there's something going on that I don't like. Yes, and maybe to point out a flaw, instead of patting ourselves on the back, this whole interview about how our generation are the best communicators out there, I think maybe to point out a flaw from, in my eyes, I think that our generation is very, we we do very well in the sense of knowing what kind of communication we are willing, we, we know when somebody talking to us makes us uncomfortable, but we're not very good at recognizing how our own words and how everything we say doesn't need to be so passionate and intense all of the time and that we can say things that don't always have our feelings invested in them. Yeah. And I think that that's, I mean, it's something that I agree with, but as someone, I've always been a passionate person. Everything that I do, I do with love. Everything that I say, I mean, and I've always been told like, why are you so serious about this? And why are you, you know, why are you reacting the way that you are? And it's like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm passionate about it. I, I want people to understand the love that I have and I want them to love the same things that I do. So I always am passionate about what I say. Of course. And I think, I think passion's amazing. I think that it's, it's what gets things done. It's what, prioritizes things it's how we make change is people really being passionate about things and but to sort of connect all of the concepts of conflict resolution communication skills how we're willing to what we're willing to accept from the people around us back to the idea of it being scary moving into your freshman year basically we just wanted to emphasize the importance of communication and especially when it comes to living with new people and especially just when it comes to joining the adult world. So I'm going to, I'd like to thank my friend Ashley for joining me in this podcast and having this discussion about our emotions and our feelings and how we like to handle conflicts and situations. I think that it was a very progressive conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on today.